Hello, and welcome to Colorful Conversations, brought to you by the creators of Kaleidoscope Living. I'm Tia, your host and occasional referee. Hey, I'm Tasha. And I'm Joe. We know from experience that living your best life begins with creating a home you love. So on this podcast, we chat about DIY, home design, and life at home. Our goal is simple. We want you to learn something useful and have fun every time you listen. All right, here we go, y'all. This episode is brought to you by Designer in a Binder, the affordable alternative to hiring an interior designer. As a podcast listener, you can save 25% off by using the code podcast at designerinabinder.com. All right, today we're going to talk about five room updates for under $100 and some are even free. If it's free, it's for me. (laughs) Tia really needs a t-shirt that says that. (laughs) All right, so hopefully y'all have already listened to episode number seven, where we talk at length about why your home matters so much more than you think it does. But in case you haven't listened, I'm going to just summarize it for you. Bottom line is that how we feel about where we wake up and go to sleep every day profoundly impacts every aspect of our lives. So we should really make an effort to love every single room in our homes. But we get that not everyone can spend money in their homes, and we want you to know that you don't have to have a big budget. I mean, really, that's why we are including some fixes that are totally free. So that's what we're talking about today. Common home problems that I hear from our blog readers all the time. And for each problem, we're going to offer a corresponding solution that will either be free or under $100. I feel excited about this. I'm excited. I feel like this is going to speak to me. I feel like it is. And then I feel like you're not going to do any of it. That is hurtful, but very accurate. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Okay. So first problem that we hear a lot about is like, oh, my room feels cramped and disorganized and just chaotic. Okay. I've talked about this before, at least in passing on the podcast. But the solution is... Joe, do you want to take this one? Well, decluttering is free. Yeah. get that stuff out. Get it out of your house. Give yourself a deadline if you need to. Like a lot of people during Lent will do one bag, isn't it? Like the 40 bag challenge. I've never heard of that. That's a really good idea. It's genius. So you can still like drink coffee and eat chocolate. You have to give that up. (laughs) Exactly. So the 40, the 40 bag challenge, it, a lot of people do it. It corresponds with Lent and it's just, you commit to one bag a day of things that you can, you know, give to charity or some of it, you know, let's, let's be real. Some of it's just going to be trash, It's trash. (laughs) but give away what you can. We certainly sell things that we think are, you know, worthy of selling on the marketplace, but y'all there is no reason to walk into a room and feel like it's crammed full of stuff that you don't even like looking at. Declutter. It is free. And I would go a step further and say that that step is really one of the only solutions that can make you money, right? Yeah. And I think that for us, we've kind of stepped away from doing garage sale type stuff, Ugh, but we sale. are definitely with all of the different options out there with uh, Mickit and Craigslist and we have a neighborhood website. We've decided to sell some of our bigger items there. And that's, I think, helped us out a huge amount, not only getting rid of stuff, but also feeling like we're not just throwing everything away or giving everything away. We're getting something for it and we're I feel like we've done well with that. We have. I mean, I would say sometimes we let go of things for 
less than we feel like we should let them go for, but sometimes the opposite happens. Like um, we just sold the pipe kind of hanging pipe, hanging art frames off a pipe system from our family room. And I feel like we got a great price for that. And we had people trying to place orders <laughs> for new ones on Mickit. Joe's given that some thought. Anyway, <laughs> so it's not only free to declutter, you can actually make money in the process. So if your room feels cramped and disorganized, this is really and truly an easy solution. You just have to commit to doing it. I feel like you declutter sometimes, too. Yeah, we do. I go crazy. Right now, consignment sale. Yeah, consignment sale We didn't even talk about consignment sale. Consignment sale is a great way to get... They don't do them everywhere. They're huge down where we live, but, like, my friend that lives, I think, in... I think my friend in Denver, they don't have them there. My friend in California. Yeah, so it's... Maybe those are, like... Regional? It's more like they do them some places and they don't do them some places. I I was not aware of that. Okay. And you can, at ours, you can bring your stuff back home. I do not bring anything home. Yes. Once it's out, it does not re-enter the doors of our home. And it all gets donated and I don't know what it is and I don't care. That is a rule I approve of. Mm -hmm. Once it's left the house, do not bring it back in. So at our consignment sales, you usually have the option to, like you have to let them know anything that doesn't sell, you either... Like, there's an option on the form. I'll pick it up or donate it to charity. And we did, the last time we did it, we did the donate to charity thing as well. All right. Problem number two that we hear about often is that your room just feels uninviting and, like, I would say not cozy. Like, it's not a room you want to sit and linger in. And the solution for this is easy and I actually we had a whole separate episode on the two things every room needs and this is kind of a short version of that add some plants and curtains you will be very shocked how much um more livable the room feels after that puts life in it it does like the plants literally literally, even if they're fake it's totally fine it like tricks your brain (laughs) fake life um artificial it's like artificial intelligence that's right there you go artificial planting artificial planting curtains somebody's gonna say yeah but curtains are super expensive they can be but they don't have to be and bed sheets will work so there's actually a post on my blog when we first moved into this house we have a lot of windows and they're big in our yeah and especially in our master bedroom we have windows on two sides of the room and we didn't really have a budget for curtains, so I bought some inexpensive bed sheets. I made curtains with them, and you can do it without even having to sew. So we will link to that in the show notes, which you can find at kaleidoscopeliving.com slash podcast. All right, problem number three. This is, I feel like this is not a problem you and I have ever no. had. <laughs> Your room feels boring and beige. So this is something that I hear from a lot of people, especially on Instagram. Like they they want to stay in like the safe zone. So they tend to invest in neutrals, which is actually not a bad strategy. Like our giant couch that we're sitting on right now is very neutral. Um, but we, we've brought in color many other ways in the room, so it doesn't feel beige and boring. But if you have elected to paint your room a neutral color and then you've invested your kind of big pieces are neutral, you might wind up feeling like, ugh, my room feels boring. It just feels like it's missing something. Solution to you. Digital art. 
Yes. Throw, blah, sorry, throw pillows. Yes. Bring in color and pattern and it doesn't have to be expensive. No. So digital art, like I wish I could shout this from the rooftops because I feel like so few people take advantage of it. I didn't even know about it until, I, until really? you were in my life. Oh, well. One of the many gifts you've given me, Tasha. So <laughs> digital art uh, is... But I've never bought any. <laughs> That's yeah. a gift I've never Have you ever even like downloaded free uh-uh. to, to yeah. Oh, lordy. Um, so digital art is literally art that you can download yourself. It's still gonna be super high resolution for printing, but you download it and then you arrange to have it printed wherever you choose. It can be like a Staples or an Office Depot. You can get huge prints, they're called engineering prints. That is the least expensive option. It's also the least the the lowest quality of paper so it's not unlike kind of regular copy paper I've still done it plenty and you can frame it in such a way that you can't tell but these days we have spent a bit more money to get a really thick like archival is that how you say that word archival archival paper I'm probably not the one to ask. Archivable. Archive. (laughs) Archive. Quality paper. There we go. That works. Um, And I like to use printful.com. It's P-R-I-N-T-F-U-L.com. And you can get still a really large print for around 20 bucks. And it's like significantly nicer than an engineering print. And you can either get free digital art or even if you buy it from a site like Etsy or, I don't know, just individual blog, a lot of bloggers have digital art shops, you might pay $5 for mm-hmm. the digital print. And then even if you splurge and have it printed for 20 bucks on really nice paper, it's $25 for a huge piece of art. Um, and like the the system that we just sold in our family room, we had four big prints on that wall and I got them all printed for less than 75 bucks total. So, and it made a huge impact in the room. Yeah. I mean, it took up an entire wall. So that's a great way to bring in color and pattern. Throw pillows, you know, if you buy them at the right places or make them yourself, they can be super, super affordable. And really like we have colorful, two colorful throw pillows on our couch and it takes I'm them. obsessed with these. The, me the, too the checkerboardy one we'll link them for it's you in the gorgeous. show notes i gotta say i don't know where the word throw pillows comes from but i think <laughs> if our girls started throwing your pillows there would be a problem there would be a problem well, i have uh, all brand new <laughs> pillows and guess what uh-uh. the dog throws them around and he's destroyed two of them Uh-oh. the other day yeah. i walked in his whole face was covered in feathers <gasps> i don't know what happened to that now that i said Oscar, did he swallow it? Oh, okay. He's just letting his inner beast out. Oh, yeah, he is. All my Turkish nice pillows that I love that I specially ordered off Etsy that were not super expensive. Oh, those were nice. Yeah, but they, I will say, they weren't super expensive, but they were IKEA inserts on these really fun, Mm. like, kill Mm -hmm. rug. Oscar, you need to get it together, bro. He was just like, these are throw pillows. He's like, I heard throw. Well, we'll, you know what we'll need to include in the show notes that meme that's that I've seen floating around that's like throw pillows or grown women's like stuffed animals. It's so true. It's so I love a throw pillow. Get my pillow from him now. Joe, how Everybody's do you, how do you feel him. about my collection of throw pillows? As long as you don't mind me sitting on them and squishing them, then throw them out. Throw them right behind me. Mm-hmm. Throw them, throw I'm going to say fault. I'm going to call BS on that because when I had these throw pillows mm-hmm. arrive, he walked into the room and was like, uh, are these more 
throw pillows? And where is <laughs> oh, it? With the whole pillow true. or just No, the... no, just the outside cover because I always use the insert, you know, I'll, I'll change out. If I'm changing out the pillows, I just take the insert out and put, you know, the new one in. And actually, I've discovered a throw pillow secret. So I, over? yeah, I like to change my pillow seasonally. Mm-hmm. So the velvet pillow covers that are under these new ones, those are really in, meant like when I purchased them, the purpose was for like fall and winter. Right. And I was like, why am I going to waste my time taking these off when I'm going to need them in a few months? So I just slip these new ones right on over there. That's smart. I mean, it's like layered pillows and it just cuts out a step. I like it. You know, I like to work smarter, not harder. Well, my next door neighbor one day, I said, oh, Jenna, I like your new pillows. And her husband goes, I don't know where we keep all these pillows. <laughs> we, I mean, it's like we must have a room somewhere I don't know about. And I was like, Ben, she's only changing the covers. The covers. Because they're oh. IKEA pillows. And he was like. Oh. oh, and she's like just walked in and like rolled her eyes. It's so funny. The secret room of pillows. Well, wow. and I will tell you my absolute favorite throw pillows in the entire house are <laughs> ironically the cheapest ones. They're the ones in the seating area in our oh, kitchen. They're, they're from Ikea. I think they were $5 each. We will include a picture and a link for you in the show notes. And they are my favorite. I didn't know they were from Ikea. There are some things we have an abundance of. And pillows, rugs, I know curtains. he's going to say rugs. He's, I'm not going to get into the rug discussion right now. <laughs> Referee time. Just for the record, for y'all who are listening, I do not have a secret rug room with extra rugs. And actually, we sell our rugs whenever I'm done with them and feel like I need a change with great success on Mickey. So That's true. Okay. I will say, too, that I walked into a friend's house and I looked down and I was like, Gosh, that rug looks familiar, and it, it was one that they that they didn't buy from you. But okay. They actually, it was the one that we have underneath our feet right now. Oh yeah, she bought it because of ours. Gina. Yeah, yeah. My yeah. friend bought this rug because of you, also. Hashtag it, influencer. It looks amazing in her house. This rug I was looks like this is so great. This rug looks really. I think this rug is one of those that it's really hard to put it in a room that it won't go well. We will link. We will include a picture of our family room and link to the rug for you. It's it, amazing. It really has so many different colors in it, and it's so soft and thick. Anyway. Before we move on from problem number three, which in case you've forgotten because we've been talking about all the things, problem number three was your room feels boring and beige. And the solution was just to bring in color and pattern with inexpensive items like digital art and throw pillows. So you can actually get access to our entire library of free digital art by texting art library, all one word, to 44222. So like you treat 44222 like it's the phone number that you are texting and then just text out art library and you'll get a password to get access to all of my digital prints, which I think are pretty awesome. They're awesome. (laughs) They're pretty cool. I mean, you wouldn't think they're free digital art prints. Mm -hmm. It's not, I think they look pretty high end, but I like them. Anyway, so that is a resource that is available to you. I think getting back to the boring and beige too, I think in previous podcasts when we were talking about painting and using neutrals on the walls and then bringing color in so that might be another option too is to look listen to that oh yes i'm trying to remember i think that was five tips to decorate with color even when it scares you yeah i don't remember off the top of my head what episode that is but it's it's a fairly recent one and we've gotten a that's actually our most popular episode to date interesting people people are tired of being beige well, thank goodness for I've that. I've been waiting for this moment since I started Girl, this job. Me too. Me too. 
Okay, so problem number four is you feel like you, let me back up. You actually like your stuff. You like your furniture. You like your decor items, but the room just feels off. Here's a free solution that you will be <laughs> shocked with how, what a difference it can make. Y'all rearrange your furniture. Usually when people say to me like, I, I love my furniture, but I just like the room doesn't feel right to me. It's almost always a layout issue because it's a, it's a matter of the room not flowing well. So play around with different furniture arrangement options. If you own designer in a binder, that is what the reusable furniture scale is for. You can actually play around on paper so you're not lugging heavy furniture around. But if you don't own designer in a binder or you just don't feel like drawing it out, then literally like grab a friend or your spouse or whoever and start moving things around. And one thing that I recommend to everyone, but I feel like very few people do because they feel like it's going to make their room look or feel smaller is to float at least one piece of furniture off of a wall. Um, and, and y'all, it could be even like three inches. I know that that sounds weird, but it will, I think it actually makes rooms feel more spacious because when you shove everything against a wall, it feels like it gives the feeling that you're desperately trying to find additional space. And so even just by floating it off the wall a couple of inches, it does a lot to add like depth and interest visually, but I feel like it also kind of takes away that desperation vibe. Like, well, we didn't know where to put this and we're just trying to get every inch we can. So we're just going to shove everything against the walls. So play around with your furniture arrangement. And it's free. It is free. And it could possibly earn you money if you have too much furniture. Oh, yes. If you have too much furniture for the love, get rid of some of it and earn yourself some money. So, Joe, so I have a confession. Oh, here we go. Oh, I, I probably deserve a little hit back here. No, no. Yeah, I know. My, your rug zing. Thanks yeah. for nothing. <laughs> no, last night, uh, Joe had been like brushing his teeth. He comes out of the bathroom. I'm already sitting in bed and I... I, I've never seen it myself because I've never looked in a mirror. But when I am like designing a room in my head, uh-huh. I, I must get a very, very specific look on my face because Joe comes out and he sees me and he goes, oh, no. <laughs> w- what are you thinking? What are you thinking about? And uh, I was like, nothing. It's fine. And then he started imitating me going, well, I was just thinking. <laughs> Were you designing a room in your head? Uh, well, so, yes. Funny you should ask. Yes. Funny you should ask. So, this is exactly problem number four. I have problem number four in our master bedroom. I friggin' love the art. I love the rugs. I love the new curtains with the tassels that I added. But huh. something doesn't... Like, I... It was one of those things that I thought, okay, as soon as I change the curtains, I feel like it's finally going to bring the whole room together. And I love the new curtains and I don't regret it at all, but I still have that feeling that something is just off. And I think, I really think we need to rearrange some furniture in there. Sorry, Joe, surprise, but it's free. We just need, I I just feel like we need to shift. I need to try some different furniture placements. So I'm. Does it bother you? This is a big bone of contention in my house. Oh. We've never moved our furniture since we moved in, except for very small changes, because I have a husband who is very averse to change, and he's like, it's working. It's working. Why would um, we move it? Why would we ever change it? And I grew up in a house where my mom changed our furniture around. Good for busy. Yeah. Not a ton, but and she does all the time now that she has more. I feel like it's a 
healthy thing to do. I mean, you don't wear the same. Well, Anthony does wear the same clothes for ever. So does this yeah. one. He just doesn't. He's like, wow, well, I don't understand why we would do that. Like, why if it's not broken, why fix yeah. it? Well, to me, I mean, I guess that's kind of maybe that's the difference. It's, I do feel like something's. Like in my head, it kind of is broken because it's just something isn't sitting right, right. with me. But I don't know. No, okay. I don't care. Let's move it. Move That's it around. Nice. I, I I'm really that. glad I, I have this recorded. Yeah, I appreciate I'm, that about you, Jay. Well, just remember, right now, all we're doing is moving some yes, things right. around. That is correct. Yes. Okay. Okay. That's correct. I'm right. telling you, this Noted. is not going to lead to an additional purchase. That's what he's worried yeah. about. <laughs> so anyway. If your room feels off, but you love everything in it, play around with the furniture arrangement. Okay. So problem number five, and we've all been there. I mean, if somebody is listening and you've never experienced this, I would be shocked. You're stuck with a lot of hand-me-down furniture and none of it goes together. Has this happened to you? Of course. Yeah. So I think this happens pretty much with everyone who's just starting out in like a new home or right after college, or even if you've just moved from one home to another, this can happen. Or you make purchases and you don't consider what you already have and then it doesn't go together, which happens, I think, a lot, which is like what we were talking about with the binder. Like, hey, take your... Take a hot minute to think yeah, through think this first. Through. Yes. So, but here's the the great news. It's also true, like, you may not be stuck with hand-me-down furniture. You may be someone like us, and you actually really like finding thrifted items or, or roadside rescues. Um, and because they're great pieces. But the solution for this still going to definitely be under $100 but if you have uh, a bed and nightstands and dressers, all of which have like different furniture tones and none of them really go together other than maybe in sh- kind of shape and general style, paint them, unite them with paint. That becomes the uniting factor. So like the the dressers that we found in the fruits and veggies parking, <laughs> parking lot uh, all I- those years ago, we painted and they look freaking amazing i think it's important to talk about the paint you use when you do furniture though because it definitely makes a difference instead of just buying something off the shelf at your home center yeah you're not going to want to use paint that you paint your walls with and we have a couple of several different furniture painting posts that we'll link to in the show notes generally speaking i paint furniture with chalk paint or a chalk based paint or um, general finishes milk paint we'll link to all that for you as well as the kind of painting furniture tutorial posts that we have, you'll be able to find those in the show notes. But you will, I would say, be shocked. Like in um, Atlee's room, this is a really, really great example. We bought really inexpensive dressers and really inexpensive bookcases, like the Billy bookcases for like $30 each. And they, the dressers were kind of like a whitewash finish. It wasn't cute. Which dressers are they? I can't remember the name of them. Ooh, Aspalund, Aspalund, something yeah. that like that. Um, anyway, the finishes were not vibing with each other at all. It was it was not cute. So we painted the the bookcases and the dressers. Uh, they're pink, which is that least favorite color. We stacked them on top of each other, and I get. I mean, initially when I shared the project, people were like, "Oh, where did?" 
where did you get those custom pieces? I'm like, mm, these are Ikea pieces. But it's custom amazing. Custom Ikea, made by me. Yeah, custom, customized by Tasha. Mm-hmm. But it really is amazing what you can do with paint to make what seems super mismatched feel like it was meant to be. So I do it all the time. We did it in our own bedroom with furniture. In Avery's room, we painted one of the roadside rescue dressers. And then her ottoman was... It's like my favorite. It's so cute. It is cute. Thank you. And you know what it was? It was like, you know, those really kind of ornate... I don't know what the style would be called, but like dark cherry Mm -hmm. coffee tables. Isn't it like Chippendale or something like that? Something like that. Fancy legs. Yes. Like a very not, not our style at all. You can find, I mean, seriously, if you go into any thrift store or consignment Mm -hmm. sale, you will find one of these coffee tables. And we just, we popped the top off of it. I painted the base of it. And then we upholstered the actual, you know, flat piece of the coffee table and we have like a custom bench and it looks it it's looks amazing so, so I don't even think I have a post on that but I will certainly include a picture, a picture in the show notes so I have a question about this because this is what happens this is where I get stuck hit me I have nice stuff yes like I don't know that I would call it antique but it's stuff that was like passed down to me and I'm like it's not I don't love this but I'm scared to paint it I'm, I'm pained but the thought of what if I paint it and it's terrible or, and then of course I worry about what if the person gets upset that I've painted it, so that's like, gifted it to me. Yeah. I would think if you don't want it, maybe try and give it back to that person or sell it if they don't want it back and then use that money to help you get what you want. Well, I think there's there, and there's another option because we actually had this, Joe's mom had given us a dresser and it had meant something to her at some point. Mm-hmm. And it was really pretty. You know, it was the dresser that I wound up painting, like, geometric uh-huh. stripes. I like that. And we just asked her before we painted it. And we said, you know, we really... We, before it was painted that way, it was painted for the girls' nursery. We said, you know, this is a great piece of furniture. Um, the finish is just not our style. Like, are you comfortable with us painting it? And I think what you'll find, her reaction, and I think most people's will be yeah what we I want you to enjoy it and if you need to change the finish of it to enjoy it then by all means because at the end of the day remember like if you ever wanted to take it back to its original wood I mean we're talking about like stripping the paint off and sanding it like it can be done it can be done it's I guess I actually didn't know that oh yeah it's not an irrevocable okay. change it would require work but it can absolutely be done I feel like there's people of a certain generation are very offended by if you're going to paint their nice stuff. Yeah. I, I don't want to throw out any names, but <laughs> we all know her. I feel like she would go crazy about painting some of the stuff she's given me. Well, yeah. And if it's, if, if it's a close family member, I would always have the conversation. Yeah. But I think that at the end of the day, it's not... It's not worth having something in your home that you don't love. Right. And if they don't want you to paint it, then I would absolutely do what Joe says and say, you know, I, this is just not right for our house. Would you like it back? Mm-hmm. Because I want to respect that you don't want it to be changed, right. but that means I don't really want to use it. Right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's anyway. tough. sticky. All right. Awesome. Oh my gosh. Okay. Those were all really good tips. Thanks. I really liked all those. I felt like I could really use some of those. Will I do them? 
Maybe, maybe not. We'll see. <laughs> Tune in to Hey, find out. I feel like in our defense, we're going to be tackling your kitchen makeover, and that is going to be an undertaking, oh and God, I, hereby, so I hereby release you from attempting any other... I appreciate that. Yeah, you're released. I appreciate that. You're going to have enough homework. Oh, I'm excited. All right, so you guys can subscribe to Colorful Conversations on iTunes or wherever you listen to us. And if you have any questions for us or want to tell us something, you can always email us at podcast at kaleidoscopeliving.com. Yes. And Tia checks that email. So you would really make her like week slash month slash year if you send her an email. Yeah, send me something. <laughs> um, and don't forget, you can hang out with us on Instagram. I am at Tasha.Kaleidoscope. I have been, especially recently, been working on so many different projects and I try to kind of walk y'all on the journey with me as we're doing them and I've been getting so much it's it's fun I think for people to like watch the process because Mm -hmm. like our hallway makeover I would say did not go smoothly like the plan I started with in my head I didn't like the way it was looking so I kind of had to pivot and readjust and make a new plan and I think seeing that process helps people overcome kind of their own little design challenges um and I think it's just helpful for people to see that even People like me who do this for a living Mm -hmm. do not get it right the first time every time. That's not what happens. So we would love for you also to tag us on Instagram whenever you listen. And we love it when people screenshot the episode and tell us what you are doing while you're listening to it. Because we really like to think we keep people company either while they're doing a home improvement project or, you know, being bored in the carpool pickup line at their kid's school. So, yeah, if you tag us and share it on Instagram, we will pick our favorites to send some free stuff to. You might get a free copy of Designer in a Binder or some other mystery goodness. And it's not only fun for us to interact with you that way, but it helps really a ton in spreading the word about this podcast to new listeners. And if you have a minute, leave us a review wherever you listen. It Every single one helps. And if you didn't like it for any reason, just, you can just skip keep, that. Keep walking. Keep moving. Move right along. Yep. All right. Thanks again so much. And we will be back next week with more fun stuff to talk about. Thanks, y'all. Bye.